Thank you for listening to messages from Pastor Jack Marslender and Avondale Baptist Church. This message is from the series Jesus in the Gospel of Luke and was preached on March 19th, 2023. What do you want me to do for you? That's what Jesus asked a blind man. And the blind man was very clear about his answer. I want to see. And Jesus gave him what he asked for. It's a great passage that we're going to read today. A blind man who believed that Jesus could help him was loud and insistent. And as we'll see in the passage, he was loud and insistent almost to the point of being rude. And when he finally got the chance to talk to Jesus, he made the most of it and boldly asked for something that could only be called a miracle. I mean, blind men in Jesus' day just had no way of being able to see. It was who they were and it would be who they would be for the rest of their lives. What do you want me to do for you? I want to see. And Jesus healed him. Now, I want you to understand this sermon So let me remind you something. Jesus is here today. And he's got a question for you. And I specifically want you to answer it before you leave today. Jesus is asking you, what do you want me to do for you? And I want you to give me your answer. I hope you'll be bold, clear, insistent, specific. I hope you will be willing to pray for something miraculous because you have great faith in the power of Jesus. I want you to ask, as we'll see in the passage, ask for something so incredible that when it's answered, it'll cause people to praise God because they will recognize that this is not a coincidence. This is not just by chance. This is not just something by happen. God himself did something today. I mean, if not, you'll do what we often do in church. You'll, you'll resort to kind of the, the generic, blesses time of worship kind of prayer that we're not sure exactly what it means, and we don't know exactly what that would look like if it would be answered. So ask for something specific, clear, be bold, be insistent. God, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I need. This is what my heart desires. And ask for it so specifically that when you get an answer, you know beyond any shadow of a doubt, this is from God. What do you want me to do for you? I want to see. And a miracle occurred. Today's passage tells the story of the last miracle of Jesus before he entered into Jerusalem for what we now call Palm Sunday. He had ministered for most of three years. He was on his way to Jerusalem. At first, he was going to be prayed. By the end of the week, he was going to be crucified. By the next Sunday, he was going to rise again. We call that Holy Week. But on the way from Jericho to Jerusalem, kind of the last leg of his journey, a blind man called out, Son of David, Son of David, Son of David, I need help. Have mercy on me. And Jesus healed him. I hope you will be calling on Jesus specifically, clearly, even loudly, if you need to today. It's a great passage. Let me just give you a little bit of comparison. Um, Matthew tells the story as well. He tells us that there were two blind men, actually, who were healed on this day. 
Mark gives us the, the, the name of this man. His name is Bartimaeus, which means son of Timaeus. I'm just going to call him Bart today. Um, as we're going to see, he called out loudly and boldly enough that he got the attention over the voices of a crowd to get Jesus' attention, and Jesus healed him. What would you have me do for you today? That's Jesus' question. Let's stand together and let's read our passage for today. It's in Luke 18, beginning with verse 35. And this is how the passage reads. As Jesus approached Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard the crowd going by, he asked what was happening, and they told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. And he called out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Those who led the way rebuked him and told him to be quiet. But he shouted all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and ordered the man to be brought to him. When he came near, Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? Lord, I want to see, he replied. And Jesus said to him, receive your sight. Your faith has healed you. Immediately, he received his sight and followed Jesus, praising God. When all the people saw it, they also praised God. You may be seated. So I want you to make sure you understand the story first. Bart was a beggar on the road. There was very little else that blind people could do in Jesus' day. Either they were cared for by the family. In most cases, they became beggars. They couldn't work. They couldn't see. They couldn't do much of anything. And so they would beg and people would come by and have mercy on them and help them. And when he found out that Jesus was the one causing all the commotion on the road, there's a huge crowd. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? Someone who can see, tell me who's coming by. Well, it's Jesus. He had heard of Jesus. He knew that Jesus did miracles and he began to cry out loudly and insistently, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. He repeated it loud enough and long enough that people began to tell him, shut up. We don't need to hear from you anymore. That's enough. And he got on their nerves. But Jesus heard him and said, bring this man to me. Now, it was obvious, I think, for Jesus what this man wanted but he wanted him to tell him and so he asked what do you want me to do for you and he gave a very clear very specific very obvious answer I want to see and Jesus healed him because of his faith and he began to praise Jesus and became a follower of Jesus and all the people around saw this incredible thing and began to praise God Bart asked for and received God's help. And so the question I want us to think about today, how do we receive God's help? How do you receive God's help? I want you to understand it looking at the story of Bart. Because if we're really believers and we have faith that God can do incredible things, we're going to be asking him. So how do we ask God in such a way that we receive God's help today? And I just want to be very clear in telling you, how do you get God's help? 
Number one, this obvious, I hope, but I, I hope you see it here. Number one, you want God's help, you ask for it. Wishing is not enough. Longing for something with all your heart is not enough. Daydreaming about what it would look like if you got this is not enough. For many things in life, and really many of the things that count the most, even hard work is not enough. There was no amount of longing, hoping, daydreaming, or working that could have given Bart his sight. There was absolutely nothing he or those around him could do. And so he asked Jesus, I want to see. James 4.2 is a verse I hope you know. If you commit verses to memory, you might want to commit this first part to memory. James told the church, you do not have because you do not ask God. And these spends most of James 4 and 5 talking about a, a prayer life, but that's just kind of his opening salvo. You want something, ask God for it. You need something for you, for your family, for your church, for your country, for a friend. You need something, ask God for it. That's what Bart did. What can I do for you? I want to see. You want something like spiritual victory in your life? Oh, yeah, work is going to be part of it. But you start by asking God, I need help. I want to be closer to you. I want to be more like you. I want to grow in the faith. I see other people doing it, and I'm not. God, help me. And so you ask God. You want help overcoming an addiction? Ask God for it. You want to see your children turn to faith in Jesus? Ask God about that. Stop lecturing. Start praying. You want a healed relationship? Any kind of relationship. Stop with the attitude and start praying and asking God to bring healing. You want to see America turn around? Ask for it. I want to remind you again that turning America around won't start on Air Force One. It won't happen at the ballot box. It won't come from the governor's office. It'll come only when God's people get serious about praying. God, heal our land. Change us. Let us be what you want us to be. We can whine and complain and point fingers all day long. And man, our country is so good at that. It's their fault, his fault, their fault, everybody's fault. Listen, we need to ask God. We want something with all our heart. We ask God. That's where Bart's life changed. <clears throat> Jesus, I want to see. Ask for it. Number two, ask for it with humility. Notice Bart's attitude. Have mercy on me. There was no whining. There was no, Jesus, this is not fair. There was no demand. Jesus, you owe me. I'm a good man. Look at me. There was no bargaining. Jesus, if you do this for me, I will do this for you. There were no comparisons. Jesus, look, he's got sight. He's got sight. He's got sight. They all have sight. I don't have sight. What about me? Don't you love me? There was a simple, son of David, have mercy on me. He approached Jesus with the same attitude 
of the tax collector in, in Jesus' story earlier in this chapter. Have mercy on me. I'm not demanding. I'm not bragging. I'm not bargaining. I'm not coming in pride and arrogance. I'm just asking for something that only you can do in mercy and in compassion and in love. So you ask for it. You ask for it with humility. And number three, you ask for it with persistence. Or let me reword that, because what I see in Bart is he asked for it with passionate persistence. He called for help loudly and repeatedly to the point where he was getting on other people's nerves. Jesus! Jesus! <coughs> Jesus! Hey, son of David! Jesus! I'm over here! Have mercy on me, have mercy on me, have mercy on me, to the point where people were telling him, be quiet. Be quiet. But he kept crying out. People were irritated, people were annoyed. And just be quiet. <coughs> Let me ask you this. What do you, Pray about so passionately and persistently that you're annoying others. What's so important to you that you can't shut up about? What's so important to you that you pray about it every day, every meal, every worship service, every prayer meeting? What's so important to you that you ask your friends and your family members, hey, please pray for this? What's so important to you that you seek out prayer times and you go to prayer meetings because you know that God honors the prayers of his people? Passionate, persistent prayers are, are those that are most likely to be answered. Oh, yeah, God, I meant to ask you for this. Yeah, that's not showing that it's really that important to you. God, I prayed this morning. I will pray before I eat. I will pray in church. I will pray at lunchtime. I will pray at dinner time. I will pray again before I go to bed. I will ask the church to pray for me. I will ask my friends to pray for me. I will ask my family to pray for me. This is that important. Listen, when God's people believe in God so much that we are that passionate about praying for God to do something, then we can expect God to do something. And probably not until. As I mentioned, we're really good at whining. We're really good at complaining. We're really good at pointing out why this is wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. There comes a time in which we need to say, my only answer is from God. So God, I'm going to bug you. I'm going to keep asking. I'm going to keep saying. I'm going to keep going to prayer meetings. I'm going to keep turning in prayer requests. I'm going to keep praying and praying and praying until when they get that connection card, they're going to say, oh no, he's praying for this again and again and again and again. When we are that passionate and that persistent, I will not give up. Then the church can begin to see answers to prayer. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Would you shut up? Have mercy on me. Have mercy. Would you just be quiet? No. I need Jesus when the church is that passionate and that persistent. Then we will see answers to prayer. You want God to work in your life? Ask for it. Ask for it with humility. Ask for it with passionate persistence. And ask for it with specifics. What do you want, Bart? 
oh, God, I'm just praying for, you know, bless me. No, he, he was extremely clear and specific. <coughs> I want to see. Either he did or he didn't. There was no vagueness here. Either he could see or he was going to be blind. The, 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 the prayer had to be answered with either a yes or a no. It wasn't a bless me kind of prayer. It was an extremely specific prayer. God, I want to see. Are, are your prayers that specific? God, I pray that more people will receive Jesus. Okay, that's a, that's a good prayer. But how about praying for William and Devon and Angela and Fred and Jose and George? Make it specific. What are you asking God to do? That's a generic prayer. I just pray that hundreds of people come to faith in Jesus. Great. Put a name to it. Who are you praying for? Who are you talking to? Who are you passionately on your knees about? God, I want this person to come to faith in Jesus. (coughs) God, I pray that our church will grow. Nothing wrong with that prayer. That's good. But how about, God, I pray that my neighbor will come to church with me next Sunday. You know my neighbor. I'll give you the names. Yeah, because then you're kind of opening your up because you know what God's going to ask you to do. Why don't you go to your neighbor's house and knock on the door and ask them? God, I want our church to grow. I don't want to have any responsibility about that. I just want our church to grow. You do something. Yeah, God wants us to be specific and be willing to get involved. Ask for specific requests. God, I pray that you would bless me financially. What does that mean? I want to tell you, as Americans, we're probably already blessed financially in the eyes of 95% of the world. God, I need $300 by Friday so I can keep my word and pay my rent. That's a very good, clear, specific, this is what I'm asking for kind of request. Bart, I want to see. Jesus knew that, but he wanted Bart to ask specifically. What do you want, Bart? (coughs) I want to see. It's the specific prayers that are most likely to be answered. They show that you know what you need and that you believe that God and only God can do it for you. We hear way too many generic prayers in the church and they sound really super spiritual. But they often don't mean a whole lot because they're not passionate, they're not persistent, and they're definitely not specific. Ask God specifically for what you need. Clear as can be. And those are the prayers that are most likely answered. How do we receive God's help? We ask for it. We ask for it with humility. We ask for it with persistence. We ask for it with specifics. Number five, we ask for it with faith. Your faith has healed you, Jesus told Bart. Your faith has healed you. Let me share a thought with you. And I want you to get this. I'm not sure most Christians know what a life of faith really looks like. Your prayer life shows more about your faith than almost anything else. Your prayer life shows more about your faith than your church attendance, more than your service, and more than your words. 
Because it's in your prayers, what you're asking God for, that shows that you really have the faith that God is powerful and God is real and he can do something incredible. People who are walking in faith are asking for the miraculous kinds of things. People who are lacking faith don't ask for much of anything because they don't really believe that God can do it anyway. Yeah, I'm just going to ask for a Help us to have a good worship service. What does that mean? God, I want to go to church and I want to make a very deep and real commitment to you today that will change my life. Do you believe that God can do that? God, I'm praying that my son, my daughter, my grandson will come to faith in Jesus and he will serve you wholeheartedly for the rest of his life. I mean, do you believe that God can do those things? God, my marriage is a mess. I need help today. Do you believe that, were you saying amen to your marriage is a mess? We will pray for you, Jeremy. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll pray for Crystal. Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, do you really believe that God can do the miraculous? If you do, you will be asking him for it. If you don't, it's not a prayer issue. It's a faith issue. People that, that don't pray well haven't really diagnosed lack of prayer is the symptom. Lack of faith is the real issue. So people of faith are praying for miraculous prayers. What are you praying for that would be so incredible that if God did it, there would be no one to thank but God? It's not coincidence. It's not chance. It is God. Do you believe that God can revive the United States of America? Don't tell me, no, we've gone too far. That's showing a lack of faith in God, not a lack of faith in the country. Because when it gets to that it's gone too far and there's no help but God, that's when people of faith really shine. Because there is no way to answer it. The Republicans can't do it. The Democrats can't do it. The independents can't do it. The president can't do it. The government can't do it. Nobody can do it but God. That's when people of faith really step forward and pray for the miraculous prayers. Because they believe God can do it. God, this person, man... Talk to him 50 times about Jesus. He just laughs at me. Do you really believe he can come to faith in Jesus? Or have you given up? You see, a life of faith is really a life of prayer. Because you believe so strongly in God, you are asking him to do amazing things. More than anything else, maybe other than your obedience, your prayer life shows the level of your faith. If your prayer life is sporadic, anemic, and apathetic, then it's probably a prayer, a faith issue, not a prayer issue. And so treat the cause and ask God today. Because that's what I'm telling you to do. Don't just put yourself down. God, I don't have much faith. Ask for it. God, my faith is pretty pathetic. Increase my faith. Change me. What do you want God to do in your life? What I'm teaching you is really pretty simple. Ask God for it. With humility, persistence, specifics, with faith. And then don't forget the thanksgiving part. I mean, God answered Bart and all the people. 
When God answered, Bart and all the people thanked and praised God. They recognized that what had happened was a God thing. And they gave no credit to anyone else. God, thank you. For the big things and the little things, a, a man had a court date. It was a big court date in his life, and he knew if he missed it, that it would be months before he could get another opportunity and get it rescheduled. But like sometimes happens on those big days in our life, everything went wrong for him. He got up early. I'm going to be there early. I'm going to be there on time. But as he was walking out into his garage, he spilled his coffee all over his shirt, and he had to go back in and change it. And then he got out to his car and he had a flat tire and that took him another 20, 25 minutes to change. And then when he got to the freeway, turned on the radio, detour Dan said, Interstate 10 is shut down, take a surface street. That added an hour to his day. And by the time he got down to court, man, he was just barely, if he could find a parking space right up front near the court, he was going to get there on time. There was no space available. He circled that thing, and the closest parking space he could find was a parking garage a mile away. He was going to be late. As he circled the court one more time, he said, God, I need help. Give me a parking space. Suddenly, right in front of the court, a car backed out, giving him a parking space. So you know what he said? Never mind, God. There's one right there. We act like it's all about chance and coincidence. When God does something good, we need to be the first one to say, thank you, God, this is from you. Thank you, God, this is from you. I don't believe in chance. I don't believe in coincidence. I believe in God, and so every good thing comes from you. How do we receive God's help? We ask for it. We ask with humility, with persistence, with specifics, with faith, with thanksgiving, and then we follow Jesus as a result. Now, I don't want to give you the wrong impression today. I'm not telling you, you know, just pray and God will give you everything you want. God is not a vending machine. I don't want you to think of God as Amazon in the sky who will deliver by tomorrow. He's God. And he wants us to follow him. Bart did that. He asked God. God answered his prayer. He thanked God, and then it says he followed Jesus. Hey, by the way, most Bible interpreters believe that the reason that Mark gave his name, because Mark was telling the church about one of their own. Hey, this is when Bart came into the story. This is when Bart, you guys know Bart, he comes to our church. This is, this is when he started coming. It doesn't appear that this was just a follow Jesus to Jerusalem thing. It appears that this was, I'm following Jesus with the rest of my life, and that's what God wants. If you're not ready to follow Jesus and you're just looking to get what you want, I'm not telling you anything today. I'm telling you that your faith needs to be deep enough that you're going to follow Jesus with all you have. And those are the people that God answers their prayers. I gave you James 4, 2. You do not have because you do not ask God. He went on to say in James chapter 5, it's the prayer of a righteous man who is powerful and effective. Those who are following Jesus are much more likely to get what they need and they're asking for what's important. 
So what now? What, what am I asking you to do today? Number one, very specifically, I want you to identify your prayer requests for yourself, your family, your church, and your country. Be very clear about what you're going to ask God. Forget the generic specifics. God bless us. God help us. I need help with this specific thing. I need our country to do this. I'm praying for this person to come to faith in Jesus. I'm praying for my son, my grandson, my wife, my husband, my mom, my dad. Identify specifically your request for yourself, your family, your church, and your country. Ask for them correctly until you get them with passion with persistence, with humility, with thanksgiving. Be sure you thank God for all good things. Man, I want to tell you something. One of the big problems with America is we just take everything for granted. We see all the bad, can't thank God for the good. If I heard as much thanking God as I heard complaining about our country, we'd recognize that the good things we have come from God. And then follow Jesus. This is not a sermon on how to get what you want in life. Go go to the self-help books for that, I suppose. I'm challenging you to give your heart and life to Jesus. Fully and completely. And follow him. And then you will begin to see, like Bart did, the answers to the prayers in your life then you can begin to see those things that border are are, are clearly miraculous. Because you're asking God for them, and you believe with all your heart that God can do it. Do you have that kind of faith? If you don't, just tell God. Man, I wish I could have that kind of faith. Don't tell me. Tell God. Man, I wish I could pray like that. Don't tell me. Tell God. You can go to classes on prayer, but bottom line, if you don't pray well, it's because you don't have the faith to pray well. Tell God that. God, my faith is so small, some days I wonder it's not even there. God, I need more faith. I need to be more like Jesus. I need to be more like Bart, this blind man, who at least had the faith to call out and say, have mercy on me. I want to see. Are you ready to follow Jesus today? I really want you to. Not for me, not for the church. Not so we can chalk up another new member or new baptism. But for your sake. I want you to follow Jesus. And I want you to begin to see what God can do in the life of a person who follows him. Thank you for listening to messages from Avondale Baptist Church and Pastor Jack Marslinder. You can find out more about our church at abcaz.net. And you can find Pastor Jack's sermons on most podcast apps. Thank you for listening and may God bless you.